What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of Pillow Talk with the Casey crew. Welcome. Yes, now this is a different Pillow Talk because it's like 2, 3 in the morning. Yes. Now we're doing this Pillow Talk. And the reason being is, I ain't gonna lie, I'm on this uh, detox. And because <laughs> of the detox, I don't eat from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I don't drink or eat. So I eat at 7 p.m. So when I eat and then I go to the gym, I'm usually tired right after. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But the detox, we'll tell you more about the detox on the next Casey Crew podcast. I already lost like 12 pounds in yeah. like six days and I feel great. So uh-huh. I'll tell you all about it and, and where you can get the detox if you want. Now, let's start this pillow talk. All right. OK, so he got me up at two, three in the morning. Right now, because he couldn't wake up at the normal time that we would typically record this. Yeah, so I'm going to do this podcast and I'm headed right to work. All right? <laughs> but not me. I'm going to try to go back to You're sleep. You're going back to sleep. So lucky you. <laughs> uh, so now let's talk about, uh, well, well, we missed last week, so I want to talk about a little last week and this week. Let's talk Tamar Braxton now. Oh, okay. Tamar Braxton, she cut her hair off. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are talking about her and her hair and why she cut her hair off. Now, before I read her statement... What's the power of hair? I'm a, I'm a man and I have a Caesar, so I don't have much hair. So I don't really get it. Like people seem to be really up in arms about her cutting her hair. Well, hair is typically, I guess you would say, considered a woman's crown. But in this day and age, hair kind of holds us women hostage in what do you a mean? sense. You know, to maintain... A woman's head of hair, it takes a lot. And right now, you know, we try to do different styles and different designs and things of that nature. And it can take a lot out of you, especially if you're someone in the public eye like Tamar is. Right. You know, she was accused at a certain time for not having any edges. And, you know, between all the wigs and the weaves and things of that nature, you know, it's just it's a lot of upkeep. So I think that her cutting her hair off is Mm -hmm. basically saying like, bleep the world, bleep y'all opinions of me. I'm beautiful without the wigs, without the weaves, without all of the the time consumption that it takes to quote unquote be beautiful. I'm beautiful without any of it. And I commend her for doing that. She just took it all off and said, look, this is my face. This is who I am. Love me or leave me alone. Yeah, she looks pretty without hair. She looks she, beautiful. Absolutely. Now, she said, I'm over feeling captive to a wig. Weave people, people's comments See? and yeah. opinions. Hell, even my own feelings. We can choose to stop these things from having the power and victory over us. And for me, that starts today. That's when the post that she posts where she cut her hair. To me, it just seems like a fresh new start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what happens when you want that hair back? Like you, you gotta have like you know they have a uh, spender's remorse. What about hair cutting remorse? And then I don't think that she's gonna have any because she looks beautiful without it. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think that that's going to happen. And when she she may just get tired, just like you know everybody um, at some point it's like you know you want to change, and if it gets to a point where she wants to change, then you know she can either grow it out, do a short cut throw a little wig on, whatever, but that's her choice. And when that time comes, she'll decide how she wants to move forward. Now, also, Tamar is in the news because she's allegedly, I wouldn't say boycotting, but she's not really involved with the the Braxton show. And the reason they're saying that she's not involved with the Braxton show is because they say that uh, they're shining a bad light on her husband, Vince. And she says she doesn't want that portrayed out there. Now, the sisters are like, no. 
the sisters are like when it was our relationships and our mm. situations you gave your opinion good or bad so now we're giving our opinion good or bad so don't act like that well do you know what all happened um they're not saying what happened like, what's I don't, the backstory they're not really telling how they're shedding vince in this in the episodes because the episodes haven't come out yet mm-hmm. but however it is tamar's like she doesn't like it and she doesn't want it out like that now you know i feel this like i i do understand what they're saying tamar is you know she's very opinionated she tells she's outspoken yes yeah, she tells whatever she feels mm-hmm. now the fact that she is not allowing or, or not being involved because they don't like the way that it's portraying Vince at first I thought about it and I was like well that's not right because you say whatever you want to say mm-hmm. and I was like if you can give your opinion on somebody somebody can give their opinion on you mm-hmm. but if that opinion or the way they're portraying the person on TV is not true mm-hmm. and will hurt that person I completely understand why she's doing that you know if I give my opinion and my opinion is from the truth Mm-hmm. then that's something different. But there was all these rumors that were going out about Vince. They said that Vince cheated on her. Vince put hands on her. Vince did all these things. And, you know, they've been doing interviews together. And it and it seems like it's been coming up that it that wasn't true. And those are rumors that came from somebody else. And maybe she's like, you know what? All those are rumors. I was wrong. Those are rumors. Those things didn't happen. And I don't want that on TV because I don't want my son to see the fakeness. If it was true, then I would take that. But if it's fake, then I understand completely where she's coming from. And she doesn't want it to be portrayed falsely. Um, do they? Is she one of the executive producers on the show? I'm not sure. I don't think so, because if she was an uh, EP, I think she would have pulled that off immediately. Well, you know, as an executive producer, you can be co She may not have that power. Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh, well, obviously she doesn't. Because she would have took that shit out immediately. Well, not necessarily because she can be co-executive producers with her sisters. That's true. If they are. So she can be outweighed. But I agree with what you said. If the portrayal is false, Mm -hmm. then. And if her family knows that it's false. Right. And maybe they may be interested in keeping it for ratings or for the pull or for the drama or to keep the show interesting then i understand her saying you know what i don't want to have anything to do with it because like real after the cameras shut off there's real life that goes on after this absolutely and we're the ones that are going to have to dig ourselves out of this ditch after you know all the mud has been thrown so i'm going to remove myself from the situation i get that and also you know it's her job like if they are deciding to work through whatever problems did exist or if it was false, if they're putting themselves back together, then it's her job to protect her husband as it's his job to protect her. Right. So if that means that she can't participate, then that just means she can't participate. Yeah, but she, you know, seems it comes like to she, the territory as a wife. She seems like she doesn't want no involvement at all right now. And I get it and I understand it. But I also get the sister sides like. I, I don't watch the Braxton's. You know, every once in a while, I you know, I check it out if it's on, if you're watching it. But if she made opinions or she made statements about the other sisters' relationships and mm-hmm. marriages and all that, now when the tables are turned, you're like, no, don't make opinions of mine. And I get that only if it's true. If it's true, I get it. But if it's false, nah. I've seen it. They're all opinionated. Mm-hmm. And it seems as though they're all pretty outspoken. Um, so I don't, I don't think, I don't think that it, is her problem that they have an opinion. Uh-huh. I think the problem is the portrayal right. of her husband. True. 
Not that they have an opinion about things that he may have done. It really all depends on how it went down on the show and what exactly it is that she's upset about. So we really just have to watch and see. And then at that point, decide how much you agree or how much you disagree. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And and hopefully they work it out because at the end of the day, they sisters. You know, I mean, I I even know Tamar Braxton was the first to kind of announce that. Tony and Birdman were a couple like she was the first one to say that they were married and I don't think they were married so we'll see how that works out but besides that you know I know that her and Vince are going through things and they're trying to work it out and I'm, I'm I pray that they can work it out because they you know Tamar's as, as sweet as can be and, mm-hmm. and, and and so is Vince Vince has always shown us a lot of love so hopefully they can work that out now let's switch gears a little bit got it Roxanne Roxanne Loved that movie. Okay, the Netflix movie came out over the weekend. Um, it was dope. There was so many different parts of that, and I don't want to give everything away, but there were so many different parts of that that I really don't know. If you don't know who Roxanne Shantae is, she's probably one of the first female MCs ever. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, when they talk about female MCs, they really start with Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. That's the first group that people always remember. But no, Roxanne Shante was before Salt and Pepper. She actually opened the door for Salt and Pepper. It talks about her story, her being from Queensbridge, and her just being a nice MC and really getting taken advantage of by the industry. Mm-hmm. And I thought the movie was dope. I did not know that Nas. Nasty See, Nas. See, you, you're not supposed to do that. I'm just going to give this little part. You shouldn't. That's, that's okay. No, stop. That's the, that's, the, that's the end. No, but that's cool. Stop. No, it's not cool. Yes, it is. It is. No, it's not. I didn't know that some of her biggest, like, I didn't know that for Nas, for sure. his biggest influence was Roxanne Shante. I never what knew that. What are you You're not supposed to say that. They're all right. They'll get it. They'll understand. They're not going to know the whole thing. They'll get it at the They're end. They're not going to know the whole thing, but... Weren't you, wasn't that nice to see like right at the end when it all came together? I feel like pulling this whole episode right now. All right. Well, I didn't say that. So what did you think about the movie then? I feel like pulling this whole episode right now. You shouldn't have did that. That'll be all right. What did you think of the movie? Um, I thought it was really cool. Nia Long was in it mm-hmm. and she played Roxanne Shantae's mother. Um, I liked it because it was, it kind of gave you a bird's eye view of what a female goes through in the industry correct you know or what she can go through in the industry because it seemed as though she got the short end of the stick in a lot of ways but what i did like was that you got to see her do her thing and be successful Uh and be respected right she was very respected and she kind of owned that so it was it was um a little bit of female empowerment and she was very young at the time mm-hmm. I, I realized that when we were watching it and there were certain times where it showed how old she was and you, i remember you looking at the screen like wow i didn't realize that she was 14 oh wow i didn't realize she was 16 like but at a young age she kind of honed her craft right. owned it and was respected so i like that about it what i didn't like and i'm seeing more and more and more i'm seeing a lot of older men take advantage of these younger girls like that killed we're, me we're looking at the at the the movie over the weekend and you know there's a scene where she's 14 and these 40 35 40 45 year old men are hollering at her yeah. and i was like you know at at 35 you're looking at a 14 year old yeah a 14 yeah she's yeah. not i mean back then i guess it didn't matter but right now i'm like you know, some people out there are really sick and they're into mm-hmm. that. And I don't understand why. And that's why you always got to protect your children, protect your daughters at, you know, as much as you can, because people are motherfucking crazy. Yeah. The the person. Well, there's two. But the person that you're referring to, 
I think that he was so enamored with her because she was successful right. and other people were looking at her and she was getting so much attention that he wanted to own her. Mm. It was as though he wanted to own her and he wanted to show people like, hey, look at what I own. Right. And I think that's why he wanted her so bad. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a great flick. If you get a chance, check it out. It's on Netflix. And um, I was really surprised by it. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm yeah. from Queens, New York. So the fact that I got to hear that story, I really, 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 really loved yep. it. All right. Now, the next thing I want to talk about um, is, and we're just going through a bunch of things. Shout to all the kids out there. Now, if you don't know, kids took over Washington, D.C. over the weekend. Um, and they just wanted to stand for gun laws. They, they basically mm-hmm. wanted... a a tighter gun law where, you know, a 16-year-old can't buy an AR-15, which is a semi-automatic weapon. That's uh, the weapon that the guy used in Vegas to kill all those people in uh, the concert in Vegas. It's also the the same gun that the, the young man used to kill all those students in Florida. Now, this really surprised me. Now, the March of Our Lives, that's what they called it. 800,000 to a million kids came out. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you're saying like, oh, that's a lot. But let me to compare it to last year, they said when the women's had the march, they said it was about 500,000. Mm-hmm. They said when they had uh, in 1969, a demonstration against uh, the Vietnam War was five to 600,000. They said when they had the Million Man March, they really couldn't calculate it, but they said it was between five and a million. And when they had the March on Washington for Freedom, they had 250,000. And when president came in office, I think they had 10,000. But I'm pumped. But the fact that so many students and kids and children came out to yep. really protest meant a lot. I almost put a tear in my eye because I was like, the kids are honestly and truly the future. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they out there and and I'm not going to lie, at 13, 14, 15, I wasn't thinking about laws. I wasn't but, thinking about fixing were, the environment. Were you worried about being shot in school? It wasn't on my mind. Exactly. But it, it, I believe it was still happening. Maybe. No, not back then. Um. You know, it's a different time right now. Um, And I mean, people are constantly talking about bullying, bullying, bullying. And, you know, I've heard people say, oh, bullying is overrated. Oh, that word is becoming overused. Oh, it's such a sensitive subject. People need to ease off the term bullying. But I think that some people, the people that say that, they don't really realize what bullying is mm-hmm. and the effect that it can have on people, the long-term effect that it can have on people. And especially right now, it's exasperated by social media. And there are kids that can really sink into a very deep, dark, desolate place. And a lot of the times, the people that you find committing these crimes or Maybe even if they haven't ever done anything, the people that threaten to commit these crimes. And even if you're not outwardly threatening to make, to commit these crimes, maybe the people that are thinking about hurting others or hurting others in a massive way are oftentimes people that have been bullied right. or feel alone or feel like they have nobody or feel like everyone hates them. And then obviously there's others that may have you know, some type of mental issues and or, you know, issues at home or whatever. They can come from a lot of different walks of life. But a lot of the time, I think that it can be a result of them being made to feel badly about themselves. So that's, you know, sped up by social media and it's made a bigger thing by social media. When we were in high school, there was no social media. Right. So 
I don't think the concern was as great back then as it is now. It's a whole different beast. Right. No, I agree with you. And, and, and the bad thing about bullying is I look at it two ways. All right. And, and the first way I look at it is kind of sad because, you know, when I was a kid and when I was in high school, I wouldn't say I was bullied, but I was bullied a little bit. You know, I was short five for two. I had braces. I had glasses. It wasn't a, a, a necessarily a wonderful time, but I never looked at it and says, oh, my God, I hate the bullies. It was like, I'm gonna get them back tomorrow. Whether it's dissing, whether it's this, that, and the other. And that's what my it's parents different. taught me. My parents mm-hmm. didn't teach me, well, if somebody bullies you, you run in the corner. They always taught me if if somebody bullies you, you stand up to that bully. Right. No matter what it is. You know what I mean? And if you get to a point where it's too much, call me and I'll stand next to you. But let me tell you what the difference is, mm-hmm. right? You might have wanted to go to school the next day and punch that bully in the face. Right. Today, that bully would have said whatever he said about you. Then he might have posted a picture of you and then he might have gotten 200 comments of people, you know, basically standing behind him and saying, yeah, or ha ha ha, laughy face or adding on to the insult. Right. So where you might have wanted to go to school the next day and punch him in the face. Now you might feel like you want to shoot everybody that liked that picture that liked that post or that left a comment then you might feel you know what i want to walk into that school the next day and shoot this whole place up if only i had a gun but now kids can get guns so that's how it's different when you were younger as opposed to how it is now yeah no i get it because yeah i understand that because the kids concerns are a lot greater now yeah but but what do you do i mean you can't I mean, because now that social media is here, that's something that we have to deal with probably forever until it's over. And it's Mm -hmm. never going to be over now because people are so into it. People really do things for a like. They do things for a follow. So the fact that, you know. To make people laugh or. Or to be a troll. You know, it's easy to say you look motherfucking ugly. And then other people are like, yeah, you look like this. Yeah, you look like it's easy to do. Of course. And the problem with that is kids are being hurt, you know physically and and i didn't even say physically emotionally so what do you do the only thing you can do is tell your kids fuck them block it like but it's hard to say and hard to do easier people, said than done but, but what do you do because this is i mean but that is the answer it really does have to start in the house it really does have to start with parenting and not just parenting to teach your kids how to defend people that try to defame them but it's also parenting to teach your kids not to be the ones that do those things now that's the thing it's teaching like that's where parents have to come in and say you can't allow your kids to do that a lot of parents don't do that you know like in our 16 years of being parents like we've come across a lot of mean kids absolutely kids that are just bleep holes right like and sometimes you just look at them like like who's your mother right who's your father who raised like who raised you tk kirkland like Uh you like what kind of house did you come up in where you can get away with being this mean but i think a lot of times parents don't know you see what i'm saying like you know when your kids a bleep hole yeah but but, you know when your kids but you don't know if they're being bleep holes on social media you don't know if they're bullying kids unless teachers are calling like for instance you know um I can't even say, for instance, I was going to say like if Madison posted, but we, we're pretty much on top of our kids' social media and things. Right. But, you know, some parents are. Some parents are not social media savvy. Some parents don't know. Right. All they know is about Facebook. They don't know necessarily Snapchat. Or, right. There's certain electronic things that I can't 
accomplish myself unless you are Madison's around. Right. Just because you guys have spoiled me. I don't have to do a lot of that stuff for myself. Something goes wrong with my phone. I'm like, where's where's Rashawn? Where's Maddie? Like, right. I, I can't take care of it myself. So I relate to a parent that has no clue about an Instagram, has no I don't I don't have a clue about a Facebook. Right. I've never been to someone's Facebook page. If you told me, Gia, go to so-and-so's Facebook page and look at XYZ picture, I'd be like, I don't even know how. Right. Just because I've never you done never did it. it. Right. You so never you think it. about like maybe an older parent who isn't technology savvy or social media savvy, they wouldn't have a clue as to how to do it. No, you're right. But parents have to start doing it. They have to start micromanaging their kids to make sure their kids are doing the right maybe thing. Maybe not micromanaging no, I think them, micromanage, but, but managing them. I think micromanaging a little bit because you have to check and see what your kids are doing. Like, I'm from this, the place where my dad would follow me to, to school to make sure I was getting on the bus, not cutting, just to make sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and even though I never did, he wanted to be. He wanted to be positive and say, "Okay, I know what my son is doing." And we don't have to do that because we drop our kids off at school. But if if we if our kids took public transportation, you damn right, there'd be sometimes I would fucking pop up on their ass just to make sure they're doing the right thing. That's not true. I would. You wouldn't because, like, let like be honest. Like we wouldn't have to. Like we wouldn't have to because of who they are. Right. But maybe if we had a different kind of kid, then you might. We might have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because kids, they're born with their own personalities. Right. Like, our kids aren't going to cut school. No. Because they know that they would get knocked out. I would bust their ass. Like, like there is no, there is no, but I think that in other other, um, parents' households, they may not be, they might not run as tight of a ship. Right. You know? And I want to switch gears to Amber Rose. Now, Amber Rose uh, put on Instagram that her son loves Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I guess Taylor Swift heard it and was coming into town and actually sent her son, I believe, some clothes, I guess, merch and also um, tickets to the show. Now, if you know Amber Rose, her son, they recently dyed her son's hair blonde, what color? Oh, okay. blonde and um, he was excited to go to see Taylor Swift. Wait, wait. Are you insinuating that he dyed it blonde for Taylor Swift? No, no, no. He uh, just dyed it recently. He was easy. He, he, he just w- happened to dye it blonde. He wanted blonde oh, I didn't. Hair. I didn't know if you're making. A connection. He wanted blonde hair. Recently was his birthday, and he just dyed it blonde. Uh-huh. But also, you that's the thing to with the kids Swift. now. Absolutely, like the blonde, the blonde tips. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, when she posted the picture, the video of you know her son opening the tickets and all that, mm-hmm. a lot of people posted a lot of nasty shit. Oh, your son is gay. Uh, you have a five year old gay boy that likes Taylor Swift. So she left a comment on her people Instagram. People are so disgusting. Shout out to all the hyper masculine men and ignorant dumbass women that will call a five year old gay for liking Taylor Swift. She wrote that on her page, and then I guess people were just leaving so many comments. She just took down her whole page. What? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Um, she doesn't have a page right now. If you go to Amber Rose, it's just it doesn't exist right now. I don't know if it's because of that. People said it's because of that, or maybe they said that she allegedly broke up with uh, Twenty One Savage. But right now, she has no post. She took down everything on her page. Um, can you temporarily disable yes, you your can. Instagram? You can, mm-hmm. and then you can allow it yeah. and then everything popped back up the absolutely. same way that it absolutely, was absolutely yeah oh okay but I she think probably she was, just needed a break yeah I think she needed a break but yeah. my whole thing is is when you talk to bullying like this is a five year old kid and the people that are bullying are, are people with no faces or they have low self esteem because there was times when Logan blonded his hair and it wasn't because I thought he was gay or not gay and even if he was who the fuck cares so wait you think that people thought that he dyed his hair 
because of Taylor Swift, because of Taylor Swift. No, no, not Swift because of Taylor Swift. They just on? basically they had, the dying has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. I'm just oh, telling you okay. what they're saying because of the die and because he just recently got Taylor Swift tickets. That is such a huge thing since Odell Beckham um, dyed his hair blonde or the tips or however it was that he did it. Like for the past what two three years, about three years. A lot of the kid, like a lot of the kids, all of Logan's friends, Logan himself, have either been dyeing their hair, like the tips, the edges, like the the top of their flat tops or their blowouts or whatever, blonde and red. Right, but not. Let's not forget. And all those people that are leaving those nasty comments, they know it. Yeah, they're just being dickheads. They're just looking for something to say something negative about. But let's not forget. Bash's father's hair is blonde at times. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Wiz Khalifa, his hair is blonde at times. Right. And if the boy wants to be like his daddy, what is the problem? And, Forget, and, but that's not even, but Rashawn, that's uh, like, that needs no explanation. I can't even like waste any more words explaining that that's okay. Like right. that's beyond obvious that it's okay. What is disgusting is the idea that people grown people mm-hmm. would go after a child absolutely and insult him insult his sexuality absolutely look for anything to poke holes and make fun of mm-hmm. and leave com- like leave comments it's it's unbelievable absolutely and, and i totally agree i i just you know when it comes to kids and it comes to family to hear people talking about Oh, this boy is this that that upsets me so much, and that's when you just want to start punching people in the motherfucking face. Like, like you really, 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 really. But that's why I always say you can't value other people's opinions, right? If you feel that you're doing the right thing, because look at the type of people that are out there leaving comments and their opinions, right? Right. And it it, it has has zero value. Zero value. And don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean that there aren't people that have opinions that have great value. But I'm just saying, you know, for people that look at comments as a reflection of themselves, Mm -hmm. you can't. You appreciate the good ones and disregard the bad ones. Okay. Now, also, let me ask you a question. Do you have a friend as good as Black China? I mean, I'm sorry, not Black China, as good as Amber Rose. Do you have any friends that will ride for you? Like, well, I don't really know the nature of their their friendship. I don't really follow them like that. Okay, well, let me explain it a little bit. They are best friends. I mean, I saw that little clip. Right mm-hmm. now, if you haven't heard the clip, let's. I'm gonna play the clip right fast. Now, the clip is Amber Rose talking about Black China's. Uh, I guess you could tell a uh, the sex tape or the oral tape. And well, I'm gonna play oral is a. Form of sex, sex. So technically, you know what I, I mean. It Damn it, uh-huh. it's three in the morning. You know what I mean. Let's play that clip right fast. Nineteen. So that's a pretty. I that's mean, a that's a pretty age big gap. age gap. Again, like I dated. So I date when I was eighteen. I dated. And this is when she was on Big Boy's neighborhood. Shout to Big Boy. Kind of get to the point where everything I was like, oh, I want to try this because again, I'm like young. Yeah, and I yeah. Haven't tried. Th- no, no, no. You don't want to do that because of this, this, and that. I'm like, can I just see yeah, like, already? Like, yeah. Let me crash the car like myself. Though, you know exactly. what I'm saying? But you and 21, y'all were like nine years, nine, ten years. Yeah, we're nine years apart. Yeah, but that's the that's, same age. I like no, but I I feel like that's. Like, <laughs> you just always want to get older. Huh? Yeah. Once you get older, it's a little different. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, Go he's twenty five, and I'm thirty four. Uh, yeah, and and Jay is uh eighteen, 18. and she's twenty nine. Right. Amen. About to be I'm gonna tell you, I ain't mad at little boy. You know what I'm saying? He's I'm mad at on the real. <laughs> if I was eighteen in a hot twenty nine like that, I'd be yeah. like, right. miss me what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I just want to say, my mom could have called me like, Mama, come on now. <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say this on the record, okay? Mm-hmm. 
If you think Black China don't know how to suck a dick, you got her all the way fucked up. Oh, God. Jesus. All the way messed up. I'm and I'm going to tell y'all off. why. Can I take because my pants off? Hold on, hold on. Say it slow. Dim the lights down. Oh Turn the God. light down Turn now. Say, the music say, yeah. say, now. say what you're going to say. Okay, all I'm saying is. Because we saw the video. Okay, but listen, let me tell you something. Sometimes, you know, you got a motherfucker sitting on your chest and you, you know. Angle, okay. But, angle. Sometimes, but sometimes, you know, when you give oral, okay. You know, sometimes it's a cute little, you know, Jesus nothing Christ. nothing OD. And sometimes you OD on it, right? <laughs> Don't ever for a second think that my bestie, my sister, Black China, can't suck a dick. I'm sorry. You, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your word Y'all going to stop talking about my friend? No, I swear to God. Because you, just, just look at Black China. Just look at her. You think that she really is incapable of going ham on a D? You're crazy. <laughs> All right. So now, see, that's the type of best friend that I want in my life. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. Like, for Amber Rose to say that, that means either she was in a room when she sucked the dick before, she's seen no. other dick sucking videos, or no. she's that confident in her friend sucking dick. Now, I think she's just that confident in her friend's abilities because she probably looks at Black China as a sexy woman. So I think that that... So what, sexy women? I'm sure there's sexy women out there that can't suck a dick. But this is her friend. I'm right. sure that they've had conversations. I'm sure that they've swapped stories. So I think that her confidence is embedded in that. Yeah, but the problem is, is I want a best friend like that. Like, Yes, everybody needs a best friend like that. Like, I, I need a best friend that'd be like, yeah, I know Envy could eat a pussy. He would okay, eat a right. pussy stop, great. Stop, like, that's stop, a, like, stop. But that's loyalty right there. That is loyalty. Yeah, and that's how friends should be. I mean, would you do that for your friend? I know my friend could suck a dick. Um, I'm trying to imagine myself in a situation where I would have to defend my, my, my friend in that way, but... Damn it to hell if it came down to it. That's the type of friends <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, I mean. The fact that you're going to stick I, I wouldn't want or, anybody speaking negatively about my friends, so. That is some great. I know my friend. say what it a, took. That is great. Like, yeah. that is loyalty and honesty. The fact that she will stand up for her friend and say, you don't think Black China goes ham on a dick? But I mean, and, and also what she said, that's what I said when I saw the video. Like, uh-huh. you never... You can't judge somebody off of one little stupid video that came out. Right. She could have been sick that day. She could have had a sore throat. But don't tape it. She could. Listen, she was intimately taping that with her man or her partner or, you know, her sex toy at the time, whoever he was to her. Right. She didn't tape that with the expectation, I'm sure, that it was going to get out and go viral. Right, true. You know, what you do in the privacy of your own bedroom is what you do in the privacy of your own bedroom. Right. You know, I think that everybody, if they thought it was going to go viral, would, as Amber said, go ham. Right. Do you know what I mean? So I think she just did what she felt like doing that day. I really don't think. I mean, everybody laughed and joked and you called her trash and all that stuff. I didn't call like, her trash. I said her. Her skills. Excuse her skills me, were bad. trash. Her skills were trash. But you you never really know. And I mean, everybody, she's right. You know, at times females can have an off day or a day you don't really feel like doing it or a day that you're not that into it. You shouldn't be judged for that. I mean, there's times when, we, when we're having sex and I'm trash and and yes, that's true. You, that you're trash? Oh, yeah, there's some days. But you know what? Trash? I, I ain't gonna tape it. 
Trash there's though. Go, there's gonna be Damn. there's gonna be no trash. footage out there of me being trash. I mean, there's times I come in, I'm tired, and I give you the, the you know the the, the the lazy d, the lazy d, or, or the or yeah, but it's never trash though. Yeah. I'll say that. I much. mean, you're gonna say that. See, that's the best friend I like. See, you're my best friend because you're gonna ride for me. Go best my, my d could be trash. You like it's never trash. See, that's what I'm talking it's about. Never trash. You my Amber Rose. See, <laughs> I don't want to be your Amber Rose. Now, lastly, you know what I want to talk about uh, is something that I, I really, really enjoyed, and people are really, really upset with this individual so last week uh little dicky and chris brown released a song mm-hmm. and in the song they change bodies so little dicky becomes chris brown chris brown becomes mm-hmm. little dicky and people are mad saying well that's just the the white man way of saying nigger 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 what, really how, what do you think about that really really but wait a minute um what do you mean that's their way of saying the n-word i don't get it because you remember because chris brown sings it in the song right but they're saying Pretty much they are changing because Little Dicky is now Chris Brown. So they're saying that's really Chris Brown. Well, that's really Little Dicky's body saying nigga. Right. But in actuality, it's Chris Brown saying the word. Right. Right. I mean, but they're saying that's Little Dicky's part of the song. Right. But it's actually not Little Dicky's part of the song. In the video... Chris Brown is actually like he didn't really jump into his body like we all know this right so you think people are going too far I think people always go too far I think people look for any reason and that's just my problem you know it's like it feels as though people are hardwired to find something negative and just exploit the hell out of it well let me explain to the people what happened again and I'm gonna play a part of it so in the video it's uh, called Freaky Friday and in the video Little Dicky and Chris Brown they swap each other so now chris brown becomes little dicky little dicky becomes chris brown and they say nigga 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 let's play a little bit of it right fast chris breezy oh my god i'm the man i'm so fly and i can dance there's tattoos on my head i just facetime crying i told him i'm his biggest fan yeah yeah got all these holes in my dm yeah i do hold up holy shit i got a kid oh i can sing I love it. I mean, I you, love you the lo- song. <laughs> I love the song. Wait, wait, let me ask you this. Do you think that it's people's problem that because of the nature of the song, meaning the fact that they do quote unquote switch bodies, do you think people think or people take it that the song is giving Caucasian people the allowance right. to sing that part of the song? Because if that's what you mean, then there might be a little something to that. I do think that. And I think because now Chris Brown The alarm. Is, Hold on. You got to stop. You got to go turn. You go turn the alarm on. No, I'm guess. not dressed. Right, well, you talk. You no. talk. Yeah, you talk and I'll turn Just the alarm. Just run. It's right there. We'll talk. Sorry, people. Our alarm is going off for some reason. And it's not because someone's breaking in. It's because we have low battery in one of the units. So it just goes off randomly to let us know that we have to replace the battery. Hurry up. (laughs) Quickly. So. And they're coming to fix the battery today, by the way. Okay. So do you think that it's because people feel as though it gives Caucasians the right or the allowance 
to sing that part of the song. Um, I don't know why people are mad. I thought it was a a, a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're switching bodies and it's kind of like if they put me in, in a in a white body, it's all the stereotypes that I would think as I would do as a white person. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say a stereotype. I wouldn't be flashy because I'm white. Not to mm-hmm. say that all white people, some white people aren't flashy, but that's the stereotype. But they're, they're playing on it in the song. Like there's right. there's a line where it insinuates that little Dickie has a, a little big, dicky. Right, he has a little dick, but now that he's Chris Brown... <laughs> now he has a big, big one. Dick, right. right, yeah, so... It, and Chris Brown is like, now that I'm little dicky, I got a small dick. You right, know? right. So Nobody I, knows who I am. So Nobody I think cares. that it's very clever, right. and it's interesting, and it's cool, and I actually like the song, but I do want to ask you this. Yes. Because we have this conversation like maybe two or three times a year, and you what? probably don't want to have it now, but what do you think about the use of the N-word? Um, I mean... People, because, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, like when I heard the song and it was like all those N words back to back What's to back up, to back. Nigga? Yeah. Da, 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 yeah. They just heard it. Nigga, nigga, nigga. Yeah. 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 Ah, I was just like, wow. Like, yes, I know that the term is normalized, but I was like, wow, we're really normalizing that word, aren't we? Yeah, we, we definitely are. And yes, of course, we shouldn't be using the N-word, but I'm not going to sit here in line and say I don't use it. I use it all the motherfucking time. What's I up, know. my nigga? My nigga, what's up? Like, I use it all the time. Yeah, and sometimes, like, when you put it in a caption, like, we have to have a conversation, like, can you please take the N-word I out use of it the caption? other day. I put Queens niggas. I know, and I wanted to tell you to change your caption because... Listen, I know that it's normalized. I know that I shouldn't use it. I know I get I know it. that, you know, it's being used by everybody. It's just part of damn near everyday speech in a sense. But I still have a problem with it. Right. I still have a problem with it. I cringe when I hear it, you know? And don't get me wrong, you know. Sometimes like in a joke or, you know, whatever, like of course, I'm like, all right. And there's a very rare occasion where it might slip out of my mouth and right. I'm like, wow, like this is really too much like a part of my environment because it's it's like, you know, slipping into my mouth. Right. Even, you know what I mean? And I don't like it. So I don't know. I, like, what do you think about the normalizing of it? I mean, I, I don't think it's normalizing the word because people still use the word. I mean, that it, That's normalizing it. Yeah, but, you know, Jay-Z did it. He, he called the song Niggas in Paris. You know, no, and, I know. And, and nigga, it, I don't right. have a problem. It's, it's a form of art. It's it's a word it's, that... Hold on, hold on. That, that was in this, too much. No, in this song. Wait, wait, that was, hold, it is. It's the that truth. was too much. In this song... Hold on, it was a, it's a form of art? In this song... The N-word is a form of yes, art? Yes, in this song, it's a form of art. And the reason I say that is because they're playing on stereotypes. The fact that this white guy is now in his black body is things that we feel that this white boy would want to say as being black. So it's a form of art in this song. It's part okay, of it. I'll, okay, I'll take that. You understand what I'm saying? So that that's it now. But, well, I, but I think it's... Okay, so art based on reality absolutely because that's really and expressing this and, and expressing that's this really how people that's really how people talk absolutely what up my bleep yeah you bleep ass bleep like you know like yeah uh-huh but that's the thing but do i think it's wrong that we use the n-word yeah we shouldn't use the n-word as a community it's a bad word people say oh we're taking the power off the word no we shouldn't use the word you know and we should refrain from using it but we don't you know, a lot of us are raised on it. A lot of us, uh, our friends say it. So it's so normal. Like when I see somebody in the street and they come up to me, I'm like, what's up? I'm like, what's up? What's up, my nigga? That's just what I say. I've been saying it since I was probably 10. Mm-hmm. And to stop saying it, 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 I have to think 
not to say. It. But do you think that use what do you think that there is any credit to that? Using it takes the power away from it? No, I think it's a bad word. And I think it's one of those words that we should delete from our history or delete from our vocabulary. But I do think that it's less powerful now because it is so used no, and overly used. I don't even. think it's less powerful now. I mean, it depends who says it. Like, Well, that's what I if, mean. If somebody who's not in my race says, what up, nigga? I, that's I, no, it's not. It's, it doesn't take the powerful. That shit hurt. And, and we throw your hands up. Let's fight. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody that looks like me say, what's up, my nigga? It's a little different. Same tone, same person, just different person. It's a different so feeling. So then you don't think that there is any positivity in embracing it? No, I don't. Then why do you perpetuate it? I don't know. I'm a hypocrite when it comes to that. I don't know. I'm be honest with you. I still say it. It's just, it's just something that's in my vocabulary that I say. Do you want to change that? I will try. I mean, I said, you and this try word. I said I'll try. You and this try word. Same thing. I said I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll cut down on a lot of the. Uh, you know the the, the 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 meat paws that I eat. Like you know, if you know, <laughs> I'll I'll calm down and not eat as much. But have I done it? Yeah, this week. But shit, I ain't gonna lie. My my fast is over today, and I want a steak. Wait, hold on. You got what time is it? It's uh three in the morning. You have four hours. Yeah. Yeah, my shit is over. And yes, I want a motherfucking steak. I want a Chick Fil A. I want all that shit. <laughs> They say, well, when you're going to fast, you won't want it as much. Bullshit. I want a motherfucking steak today. Medium. I might, shit. Uh-huh. I want some fried lobster tails. I might go to Jade 60 tonight. Just yeah, because the way like, you've been staring at my food is, and threatening me for eating in the car while you were driving. Yeah, you're going to eat in the car. Well, we'll talk about that on the next uh, on the next podcast. It's time to get up out of here. I got to get to work. Uh-huh. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, we appreciate you and guys I got to get back us. to La La Land. Sorry for uh, being a little late, but... L- a nigga had to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got me laughing. But that's the only way. Oh, God, in a joke, it does tend to make jokes funnier. Yeah. All right. But anyway, it's time to get out of here. Nigga got to go to work. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was an edition of the Pillow Talk by the Casey Crew. Of Pillow Talk. You got to get used to this. Yeah, the we, Pillow Talk. They, it's not the Pillow Talk. They know what I meant, damn it. All right. Say your toodles. Say your goodbye. Thanks for coming over. Doodles.